welcome to this half-hour dose of weekly Jewish spirituality, brought to you by Mishkan's Thursday Morning Minion. Jews have a tradition of praying three times a day, and at Mishkan, we have a daily minion at 8 a.m. Central to get your day started. Folks, join us from across the country and world as we begin each day with words and songs of gratitude, inspiration, and Torah. If you miss us in the morning, join us here every week for the replay of our Thursday Minion, hosted by me, Rabbi Lizzie Heidemann. Without further ado, I invite you to breathe a little deeper, connect a little more with yourself, with God, with Torah, with this community, and with the world around you, wherever you are, whatever your time zone. Adira just said, "Do you want to do you want to repeat your question, Adira?" Mm. What did you say? Uh, what was that song singing? Yeah, she said, "What's this little video about?" It's about what the angels what the angels say. Everything is kadosh, holy, 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 holy. Everything, everywhere, holy, holy, holy. I have another question. Why, when you're doing sabbat things, um. You sing in Hebrew. We sing in Hebrew because it's the language Jews pray in a lot of times. Oh. Yeah. Baruch ata Adonai Elohim Melech Olam Asher Yatsar et Adam Bechochma Uvaravo Nekavim Nekavim Halulim Halulim Galui Viadua Lifne Hisei Kabodecha Shaim Yifateach Echad Mehem Uyasatem Echad Mehem Yef Shar Lehit Kayem Vela Amod Lefanecha Afilu Sha'a Echat Baruch Ata Aronai Rofe Kobasar Umafli La Asot We bless you, Creator of the Universe, who forms the human being with wisdom and creates within us openings and hallows. It is obvious and known before your glorious throne that if one of them were ruptured or blocked, it would be impossible to exist and stand in your presence even for a short while. Think of all of the things that must be working right in order for you to be here right now, present, listening, connecting. Blessed are you who heals all flesh and performs wonders. Sherry, you inspired me to pick up Alan Marinus's book again, um, Everyday Holiness. Uh, and for those of you who don't know, it's a book on Musar, and Musar is the intentional development of the intentional development of character traits, you know, positive character traits. So, patience, humility, gratitude, and so an example of gratitude he talks about is teaching a class on Musar, and somebody shows up for the class, and um, it's online. And I want to look for the honey, squid. Remember, we talked about we're going to be quiet, okay? And this woman's taking the class and complaining the whole way. And at the end of the first session, she writes to him and says, there was an issue with my screen. I couldn't download the JPEG. I couldn't download the PDF. You're not taking seriously people with different technological needs. Blah, 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 blah. And, and he's sort of like... I actually, I was really clear about what browser you needed to have. I sent all the emails in advance. Like, I did my part, you know. It's kind of like, like I'm not giving you your money back, you know. Um, and, And they go back and forth by email a couple times. And then he eventually realizes, unless he can find within himself gratitude for her feedback, 
he will not be able, this, this is not going to go well. It is not going well and it's not going to get better. Um, and it's not going to feel good in a minute. And it's not going to feel good. Um, like they're already in, a, they're, they're already in a, they're already in kind of a confrontation and he's not making it any better by like standing his ground in the way that he is. He needs to adjust something. So he says to himself, I need to find within myself gratitude for, for this person, this interaction, this moment. And so, so he thinks to himself, all right, what am I grateful for? I'm grateful that you're an idiot. And then he's like, nope, nope, that's nope, not, not real gratitude. I'm grateful. Uh, you know, and he does a couple more sort of sarcastic moves like that. And then he's like, no, no, wrong. Okay, what am I grateful for? Honestly, I'm grateful for your perspective. I'm grateful for hearing your perspective. If you didn't share it with me, I wouldn't know that anybody in the class was having these kind of troubles. I wouldn't know that you were suffering in the way that you're suffering. And once he found gratitude within himself for that moment and that interaction, as difficult as it was, he found it very easy to give her her money back and give her what she wanted because he understood she was suffering and he didn't want that. So whatever your day is, is like right now, it's still early, whatever's going on, there is always the possibility of being grateful for something, absolutely something. Maybe it's just your breath. Maybe it's the sunshine. Maybe it's what you ate for breakfast this morning. Maybe it's coffee. It's going to be small. Maybe it's going to be big. But um, our ability to muster gratitude is part of what keeps us buoyant, part of what keeps us psychologically healthy. So feel free to go ahead and share. Yeah. All right. I am grateful for my daughter Adira this morning helping lead Minion. Hallelujah, 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 
Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. The name of God right here, yod Hey vav Hey. it can be done as a, as a breath meditation, as a visualization in your body. So when you breathe in, breathing in the sound of the Yud, which is sort of like, yeah, but you can't, you can't make it without the vowels. Like that, that Yud requires vowels in order to be expressed. Yah, yo, ye, yeah. But if it's just, if it's just the Yud, it just kind of hits you in the back of the throat. Yeah. yeah. Unless, unless there's a vowel or unless there's a breath. So as you breathe in, Yud, just envisioning that Yud sort of hitting the back of your throat. And then as you exhale, that's the sound the hay makes, right? And you can actually envision that as being like your shoulders and arms, you know, the, the shape of the hay, roughly like your shoulders and arms. And then the vav, that's your spine. You breathe in again, just feeling air and breath coursing down your spine. And then as you exhale again, hey, envisioning your legs, you know, seated in whatever position they're in or standing if you're listening to this on the train later. Um, so in yud, out hey, in vav, your spine, out hey. And so for people who have a hard time focusing on breath meditations, this is something very concrete. You can visualize yud. Hey, vav, hey, with every breath kind of lighting up a different part of your body. So I want to take a minute to just do this a few times. We'll do it six times for each word of the Shema, sort of in your See, own will head. You remind, will you repeat the, the first yud and have what part of the body did you relate them to? Um, shoulders? The yud, like hitting in the back of your palate, like back oh, yeah. here. And then hey, shoulders Thanks. and arms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then spine and then legs. So we're going to do that six times and really like try, try as you breathe, you know, don't force anything and close your eyes and just see those different parts of your body kind of lighting up with the name, you know, the, the letters of the name of God walking with your body, you know, being in your body. And then we'll go into the Shema. Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad. <laughs> 
And you will love, you will carry this holiness that you carry in your body wherever you are, wherever you go. You will exude it with all your heart and all your might. And these words, which I speak to you today, says God, they'll be on your heart. They'll be in your heart. You'll speak them to your children. You'll speak of them when you're in your home, when you walk on the way, when you lie down, when you rise up. What you do with your hands, your productivity will reflect it, could reflect it. The way you see the world could reflect this holiness, the way that you keep your home, what you share with other people outside of it and inside of it. So um, in a moment, um, in a moment, we're going to do a healing prayer. And so this week in the, in the Parsha, you get a character named Korach, who is related to Moses, you know, sort of comes from the same family line, but basically like his side of the family didn't get all the cool jobs, you know, like being high priest and being in charge of the people. And so last week, as you may remember, the, uh, Israelites got the bad news that they would not in fact be entering the land of Israel, that they in fact maybe don't deserve to, or that they're not ready for it. And that like there are consequences for not having enough self-confidence to, um, to move forward into something that maybe requires bravery, um, requires creative thinking, requires big dreaming, requires planning. And like they, they decided, you know what, like we're scared. And God said, fine, you're scared. Never mind. It'll be your children, not you. And so this week on the heels, I think of like mass disappointment and a feeling of failure. This guy steps forward and basically challenges Moses and challenges Moses's authority and says, who appointed you to be leader over all of us? All of us are holy. It's too much for you. Ravlecha. It's too much. All of us are holy too. And, um, and it, it just seems like there's this feeling coming from within him of resentment, as we talked about on Monday with Rachel, that is motivating his um, populist uprising, you know? Like, it's true. Everybody is holy. Um, but what he's saying and how he's saying and his plan of action does not seem completely pure. Not that anybody's motives really can ever be completely pure, but it seems like... Um, it seems like this could go very badly if he wins, um, because actually he's more interested in power than he is in justice. Um, and ultimately, the story sort of vindicates Moses as the leader. Um, but I think often, whatever card we've been dealt, whatever hand we've been dealt, we can feel like that is an injustice. And like, who appointed that person or that person to get that fortune in life and not me? And that can breed resentment. And I often think like when we are not feeling great, um, that can sometimes be the time when we feel down on ourselves. We feel down like I, you know, like I could be out doing X or Y or Z, but I'm not, I can't. And it's not fair. It's not fair. And instead of treating ourselves with compassion, with love, with tenderness, we become resentful. Um, and so th I want to offer our healing prayer right now um, as a kind of um, like a kind of treatment for a um, like a salve, 
you know, for anybody who, because of not feeling great in whatever way, um, because of sickness, because of mental illness, because of COVID, because of long COVID, um, it feels like a simmering resentment and anger about it, a sense of injustice about it. Um, and that, that doesn't, it just doesn't help. It doesn't help make it go away. It doesn't help you feel better. Um, and so not to say like, you have to start, you know, turn it around, start feeling grateful for it. No, but rather just to treat yourself with kindness and compassion and love. Um, and that maybe had Korach gotten a little more of that, he might've been a different guy. Um, and he might have channeled that resentment into something he could have actually partnered with Moses um, or been part of the evolving change. Um, so we'll never know. He was swallowed up by the earth. Um, but go ahead now. I already see Ricky did this. If you want to drop the names in the chat of anybody who you just who you know needs a little bit of love, needs a little bit of tenderness, um, and we'll sing a healing prayer on their behalf. I'm sending Holly and Susie and Samantha that love and that healing, and also Ricky, Merle Friedman, Morris Todd, Kristen, Pat, Annie Laurie, and uh, Andra, Susan B, and Ricky, Bob Newman, and Beck, Eugene, Celia, Susan Morrow, and Cohen, yep. Stan and Miriam, James, Jacob, Misha, Charlie, Quinn, Erica, family. Okay. to everyone on your lists, to everyone in this room. Okay. We're going to take ourselves into Kaddish Yato, Mourner's Kaddish. Um, is there anyone this morning who is saying Mourner's Kaddish? Who do you want to say a name out loud for? My mom, Joan, getting towards the end of the year. Strange. Yeah. My mother-in-law, Ann Newman. May their memories be blessings. 
Yitgadal v'yitkadash shemei rabah. Amen. Be'alma divrachirute v'amlich malchute b'chayichon uv'yomechon uv'chaye d'chol b'et Yisrael b'agala uv'yizman kariv imru. Amen. Yehe shemei rabah mevarach le'olam u'lalmei almaya. Yitbarach v'yishtabach v'yitpa'ar v'yitramam v'yitnaseh v'yithadar v'yithale v'yithalal shemei d'kudsha. Brichu. Le'ela min kol birchata v'shirata, tushbuchata v'nechamata, tamiran be'alma v'imru. Amen. Yehe shlama rabba min shamaya v'chaim aleinu v'al kol Yisrael v'imru. Amen. Ose shalom b'imroma v'hu ya'ase shalom aleinu v'al kol Yisrael v'al kol Yoshvei Tevel v'imru. Amen. You've been listening to Contact Chai, Mishkan's podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, Please leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts and help us rise in the Jewish charts. And if you appreciate what we do, I invite you to join as a builder or make a donation on our website, mishkanchicago.org. Shabbat Shalom.